These are some extraordinary times for DOF. Operationally, we are very well positioned. The markets where we operate are improving, all our vessels are working and well utilized, and our backlog is increasing month by month. Just today, we announced a huge contract, two subsea vessels for three years in the quickly developing fields offshore Guiana. Even with all these positive developments, we need to take a step back and see the bigger picture. We are in a refinancing or restructuring situation, which is a necessary action for DOF as we shape the company for the future. On this note, we have invited Chief Financial Officer in DOF ASA, Hilde Drön, for a talk. My name is Marianne Möxter and I am your host in DOF Talks. A very warm welcome to you, Hilde. Thank you very much, uh, Marianne. It's uh, really good to be here. Good. We are here to talk about the times we are facing right now as a company. And Hilda, how will you describe the situation for DOF these days? I think I'll start to talk about the history. I've worked in DOF for so many years that I have experienced both market upturns and downturns. But I must admit that the downturns that uh, I have experienced and been part of uh, in DOF uh, since 2014 is the longest and most challenging I ever experienced. However, in my opinion, DOF has, despite very challenging times, which also have lasted for many years, managed to navigate quite well through these times. And that means also that we had have continued our growth, meaning adding new builds to the fleet. But it has also increased the depth mm. in the group, which again has resulted the current financial challenges that we have. Mm. Uh, DOF is not the only company who has experienced these financial challenges over the last years. I mean, since 2000 and let's say 17, 18, many companies in our industry, especially on the vessel owning and operating side, have gone through significant changes, including restructuring, mergers, and some even more drastic changes. Can you give some background on what triggered these challenges, Hilda? The simple answer is actually that in a long market downturn, Mm -hmm. the earnings have been reduced significantly, Mm -hmm. which again has resulted that the ship-owning companies do not have sufficient liquidity to pay its debt. Mm -hmm. So then we have had for several years or the last few years problems in the whole industry we are an asset-heavy company, as our other competitors are. Inherently, our industry requires high level of investments. Mm. And we are so dependent on high-value assets. This will not change for DOF, nor for any other vessel-owning company or operating company. 
So we are dependent on our assets, mm. but it also means again that our debt is high. Mm. So that is the main challenge. It is in a way a liquidity challenge we are facing now. Yes, exactly. Mm. So the values are there, the assets are there, the market is improving, but we don't have sufficient liquidity to service our debt. Mm. Duff has over the last decade grown to a group of companies. Um, We have a global footprint. We have a strong business model covering both subsea projects and marine operation. And I think we all agree that this is the key to our success. Hilde, can you please elaborate on this? Yeah, you can you can say a DOF is differs from our competitors in a way because we have an operational model uh, that split the subsea services and the being a vessel manager. Mm. Uh, that has started in 2005 when we bought uh, DOF subsea. Mm. And we have almost 2,000 engineers that is serving the projects on our vessels. Just to give you an example, we have ROVs on almost all our anchor handlers. All those ROVs are owned by the DOF group, meaning DOF Subsea, and they are also operated by the by DOF Subsea. Mm. And that is uh, that is why we are better than peers. Mm. Uh, especially the OSV companies. And that is why we have survived, even though the market has been extremely challenging. And that is also why we have managed to have continuous high utilization of our fleet Mm. and that we also have a strong backlog. Mm. So that is why I really believe in this company going forward. Mm. But... We need to solve our liquidity issues when it comes to the debt. You are absolutely right, Hilda. I think this is the key. And if we now dive a little bit more into the details of what is happening in DOF right now and we look at the restructuring process, could you please explain the main principle of the restructuring proposal? Yeah, sure I can. Uh, we sent a press release on what we have agreed with the group's creditor in June this year. Mm. And the main principle has been to keep the group as one. That is actually the most important. And that is the best way of protecting and maximize the values. Mm. And it's, of course, obvious that to ensure a runway and a going concern for the group, that means that we need to complete the restructuring. And the third is to have equal treatment of all the shareholders in DOFASA, and that is the same principle that we have followed for many years. Mm. What does it mean to keep DOF group as one? As I said, that is the best way to protect and maximize the values. Mm. I've already given you some examples on the ROVs Mm. where we own all the assets and we also operate all the assets. Mm. It also creates new opportunities for DOF. Mm. And uh, 
I also believe that uh, entering into new markets like the renewables mm -hmm. gives us a lot of opportunities because we have such a high project on organization in addition to vessel management. Mm. Thank you, Hilda, for letting us know on the proposal. And if there is someone in the audience who wants to have a closer look at the restructuring proposal, where can they find it? They can find it on our website. Uh, and uh, to be exact, it's the press release that was sent out the 22nd of June. Mm -hmm. There is also a press release uh, on the 13th of October, which describes what will happen if the shareholders meeting is not approving the restructuring. So all the details can be found there. Thank you, Hilda. This is good to know. I think it is fair to say that Dove has been delivering good performance in the first half of 2022. If we assume that the agreed restructuring proposal are closed, will Dove be on the right path to delivering sustainable balance sheet going forward? Yeah, in my opinion, definitely uh, the, the, the group will. Mm. What is very important to point out is that this restructuring is absolutely necessary for DOF to move on. Mm. And as I also mentioned earlier, is that we have an immediate liquidity issue mm. if we don't complete the restructuring. Mm. We have the vast majority of the creditors supporting this because they understand that the best thing for DOF is to keep the group as it is and that is also the best way of protecting the values. Mm -hmm. And it's also the best way to take advantage of a market going forward that is expected to improve. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Hilda, as we have talked about in previous episodes, DOF as a company and the industry as a whole, we are moving towards greener solutions. What is your take on this, Hilda? Has this complicated DOF's refinancing process? No, I would actually say quite the opposite. Um, well, number one, mm. I believe that uh, the oil and gas will be quite important for many years going forward. As we all know, there is an energy crisis in, in, in globally at the moment. That means that uh, uh, our services is needed. In, within the oil and gas, but also within the renewables. Mm. Uh, what I mean about that this is an opportunity is that uh, because DOF has a fleet that is very well equipped for working within the renewables and particularly within floating wind. Mm. We have the organization and we have mm. the vessels, which is well equipped for that type of business. And one example is, of course, the Hive in Tampen, where mm. we had uh, had uh, two of our own assets in addition hired in external assets. And Hive in Tampen is actually the largest floating wind project in the world at the moment. Mm. So we definitely have the assets and the competence. Mm. Yeah, we have been talking a lot about the Hive in Tampen project in this podcast. Uh, we also have to talk about the people working in DOF and how they are affected or let's say how we are affected by the refinancing and the restructuring that is ongoing. 
In DOF, we say and we mean that people is our most important asset. And in this process, it is necessary to take care of our people and reassure them as we bring this process to its end. And on that note, when reading the last press release, there are some there are some tough words or even brutal words that have been used. And those words can easily cause some friction and uncertainty in our people. So Hilde, what can you say to frame this and and maybe also to bring our shoulders a bit a bit down? Yeah, I of course understand that uh, the process, the press releases, what the newspapers are writing about mm. DOF is very challenging and very difficult to, to understand. Mm. On the other hand, I've never been more sure than I am today that this restructuring will be completed as planned. Mm. We have an agreement with our creditors and everybody Um, including the company, wants to have this completed. Mm. We also have an agreement on what happens if the shareholders is not voting in favor of this restructuring. Mm. And the consequence of that is that it might take one or two months longer than we initially planned. That is the risk. But the restructuring will be completed and DOF will come out more strengthened with a more strong balance sheet after the restructuring is done. As we all are a bit excited as we move forward, I think this was good and reassuring to hear. So thank you, Hilda, for coming to our podcast, DOF Talks. Next time on DOF Talks, we have two great guests with us. Jan Christian Haukeland or JK from DOF and Harald Solberg he is the CEO in Norwegian Ship Owners Association. We will talk about the changes in the energy market today and how we can all move towards a greener tomorrow. Stay tuned with DOF Talks.